good Monday, July 8th, 2019. How is everyone today? I'm up. Not early, not late. At a good time, I think. I'm up early enough that the mosquitoes are still out. I don't know if you have mosquitoes where you live, but in upstate New York, mosquitoes are terrible. My husband typically takes the dog out from dusk on because mosquitoes like me. They like my blood type. (laughs) Um, But usually in the morning they're not bad. But this morning, I think I have five new bites just taking the dog out to go potty. Craziness! But enough about those mosquito bites on this July 8th. Let's do our quote. I want to start with our quote today. Something a little different. I usually talk to you then we get to the quote. But Today's quote has inspired today's podcast. Socrates said, quote, The secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. End quote. I find that highly profound, and it went along with where I was heading this morning anyway. So let me read that again. The secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new Socrates. As my buddy Patrick over at We Live on a Planet always says, change is the only constant in life, which is true, change. Um, but I, I liked this quote from Socrates that the secret of change is to focus your energy on building the new. You know, don't fight the old, just focus on the new. And anything that you want to do, and sometimes the change that you are embracing isn't a choice, your choice anyway. But when we focus on changing and on the positives, it's better. You know, a few weeks ago, my husband lost his job unexpectedly. You know, I just got a raise, promotion in March, and then let go in June. Unexpected. You know, we could sit there and dwell on the wrongdoings, the corporate uh, games, money games, I guess. But instead, we said, all right. My husband said, I'll have a job before my first unemployment check hits the account. And I said, I believe you. Because that's who you are, but don't settle for a crummy job you'll hate just to be working. And don't take anything less than unemployment. And he said, well, I'm not going to sit around. And I said, I get that. But at the same time, you have to be smart, right? So we were tossed a change that we were not ready for weren't necessarily happy but what I have to tell you is this the the new position my husband has working with a different company um, has more opportunity for advancement Uh, is it less money currently of course it is I mean he had been with the other company for years and you know was one of the top paid on his shift if not the top paid on the shift You know, and you don't get there overnight. That takes time and it takes dedication and years of service. So yeah, he's starting all over again. 
but he found a job that's closer to home, so he'll be home 10 extra hours a week because he won't have to be driving to Syracuse, which is a bonus. And, you know, we kid and laugh and joke that I say, oh, 10 more hours at home? Ugh. How will we ever stay married? You know, but that's all in good fun and in jest. So, you know, that's fun. And, you know, he said that's going to be 10 hours less of wear and tear on the car, especially, you know, driving the interstate back and forth to work in the winter. You know, more opportunities to do stuff at home. So it'll be, it'll be good. And there's places that he can advance in the company he's with. And then there's the potential to advance to another company that works with this company down the road. If, you know, they see that kind of potential and these two companies work together. So life is full of change and we need to embrace that change and focus on the new. You know, I like... You know, Socrates says, the secret of change is focusing all your energy on building the new. Yeah, does my husband get down that he lost his job? Of course he does. You know, does it get to me? Of course it does. But only for seconds because we've enjoyed some time together because it was the um, the last week of school so we've actually enjoyed some summer vacation together we didn't go anywhere but we did some stuff around the house and um like yesterday we just took a trip and went to salmon river falls it was a beautiful drive the falls were beautiful and as warm as it was down by the falls it was nice and cool and we just sat opportunities that we wouldn't have had if he was working at his other job. So that's what we have to look at in life is, you know, these opportunities, these open doors. And then I think of my daughter who's away for the summer at a job. I'm going to take a quick drink. Thank you. And as part of her new job, she's actually, um, they had to choose like a summer job, a summer outing or something. I forgot how she worded it. But anyway, she signed up to do hiking with the kids. And the kids are 12 to 16 in her group. So she's, you know, a camp counselor for 12 to 16 year olds. And she had to sign up for like an outdoor activity. So today, she's they're going hiking. So that's what she signed up for was hiking. And I have to tell you, if, if you knew my daughter, you would know that going hiking is not necessarily something that, I don't know. For my daughter to say, oh, I'm going hiking, I'd be like, really? Wow, that's impressive. But for my daughter to say, I'm going hiking and I'm taking, you know, a group of teenagers with me. I don't know. Shocking. Shocking. But it's about change and embracing life. And, you know, she'll be 21 in a couple weeks. And that's exciting stuff. She's focusing on the new, focusing on the change. And we love to see that and, you know, watch her grow up. It's, It's just exciting stuff, you know, that 
she went far away from home and is doing new and exciting things and she's gonna go hiking every day like things you never expect but she's embracing that change and so we're so proud of her I've had a year of change as you know you know January my word for the year is renewal and renewing physical spiritual and mental health and it's been a journey and some days are easier than others Uh, when my daughter was first home from college I gotta tell you I was doing really good eating healthy drinking healthier getting a good you know getting a healthy amount of sleep and then she came home and you know that college lifestyle and I stayed up too late was not getting enough sleep was eating garbage and fell back into some bad habits <laughs> Have, can you relate to that like you work so so hard to make these new habits and all it takes is like two days to like tank you and so I think today's quote is a good reminder for me that I need to instead of focusing on the poor choices I've been making for a few weeks just focus on the new and the change and that I can you know, go back to eating those healthy, healthier ways and getting my exercise in and getting enough sleep and that it's about choice. So, yeah. And I, I like that healthier lifestyle and I've been sleeping like garbage and it's not because of the heat. It's because I'm staying up too late and knowing the alarm's going to go off in the morning. And when we are doing and making changes, especially for a healthier version of ourselves. It's not meant to be easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it. And we would have done it years ago. Change is difficult. Making healthier changes that improve our lifestyle and the length of our life are difficult. You know, I didn't get 30 pounds overweight overnight. You know, it happened over time, so I can't take it off overnight. You know, some of my bad habits I have do come from my childhood. <clears throat> but I'm not blaming my parents either. Don't don't take it that way because I'm an adult. And at some point you own, you have to own your life. You have to say, you know what? This is what I used to do. This is not a healthy choice. And this is what I'm going to do to change it. And that's part of life. You need to make those changes and do what's right for you. And it's not always going to be easy. So I want to encourage you to do that. When my deck was first built, I started every day out on my deck reading my Bible and listening to the birds chirp. And over the years... That's gotten less because I've gotten busy. How would I feel if God was too busy for me? You know, he's always there. And as I sit here and listen to the birds chirp and feeling the sun on my face, as it, it wasn't even above the trees when I started, and now it's reached above the trees and it's warming up. We need to take that time. Take time for yourself. It's okay. 
it's okay to take time to focus on yourself and to make those changes and become the best version of yourself that you can be. It's not being selfish. I mean, if it gets to a certain degree, it's being selfish. Don't get me wrong, but we all need to take that time and focus on ourselves and get our our head on straight, if you will. You know, who knows, you might have been in a car accident and you're facing a lot of hurdles on learning to walk again and get up again and move. And I, I can't say how that feels, but I know the amount of courage it takes every single day to get up. And that's exciting to me. That's inspirational to me that people that have been there that are, you know, have rearranged their house and are learning to walk again and live again and are beating the odds. You encourage me. You are doing the hard stuff. You know, I'm sitting on the deck trying to get off my lazies and open my Bible. You're doing the hard stuff. Everybody has a battle they're in. Some people share their battles, some don't. Neither's right, neither's wrong. What is right is that you take time to do what it is that you need to do to be the best version of yourself, to do what God's called you to do, to do what you're called to do. And do it with strength and integrity. Don't do it for someone else. Because in the long run you're not going to be happy and it won't work. Do it for you. If you need to be selfish for a little while to get your head back on straight, then be selfish. Because sometimes the selfless people need times of being selfish to regain who they are because at least for me it's easy to do something for someone else you know somebody needs this sure I can be there oh can you of course can you yes and I don't think anything of it but if someone was to ask me to do the same thing for myself I would have a dozen reasons of why I couldn't do it at that moment Are you that type of a person that, you know, if somebody asks you to do the same thing for them, you would do it in a heartbeat? You know, if they said, hey, can you come over and hang out on the deck? I just want to sit and enjoy the quiet, but I don't want to be alone. Of course, I'll be right over. But why, personally, do I feel guilty if I just sit on the deck and listen to the birds sing for an hour? And close my eyes and enjoy the quiet. Why is that? I don't know. I don't, maybe somebody has the answer. Why it's easier to do something good for another person than it is for yourself. I have no answer. Yet. I don't know. 2019 is my year of renewal. And part of that renewal is regaining deck time. I just 
I need that. And then this coming Sunday, I'm going to be leaving and going to a week-long writer's conference. I am so excited, a little nervous, um, because I'm going to this writing conference. I don't have a book to pitch. Uh, I don't have anything to market, you know, to publishers or editors. And I was feeling kind of down on myself because my husband, God love that man, um, encouraged, insisted, insisted that I could still go to this writing conference because he had lost his job and all we had paid was our deposit. And I said, I can't spend over $600 to pay off this writing conference when you don't have a job. And he goes, first, I'll have a job. Second, you're going to go. You need to go. And so for the last week or so, I have kind of been beating myself up because I'm like, I'm going to this writing conference. I'm spending a whole lot of money that we could have went and did something together while you were not working. And I don't have anything to pitch. I don't have, you know, anything put together enough that, you know, to sell myself or my writing or my podcast to, you know, publishers and editors. And my husband, you know, he's a very quiet man at times. He doesn't come across as some man of knowledge or hoity-toity, I don't know how to word it, but he just looked at me and he goes, you're going to the writing conference to be inspired. You're going to the writing conference to learn. You're going to the writing conference because you want to write again. He goes, the last time you went to a week-long writing conference, you didn't have a book to pitch. You didn't even have an idea. He goes, you went because you were excited and you wanted to learn. He goes, you're going so that you come back motivated to write and it's a Christian writing conference so there's worship every morning, every night he goes, that's what you're going for you're going to get reconnected to God and to be inspired if you happen to sell a book he goes, that's fine that's good, that'll be a bonus he goes, but if you come back relaxed inspired, motivated writing and reconnected that's worth every penny and I just looked at him I had tears in my eyes he goes I don't start that nonsense but what a blessing it is to have a husband that that's, that is this supportive and so there's things I would like to have to bring with me to the writing conference but you know after my conversations with my husband and, you know, even my dad's like, no, you're going to get away. And you will like it. That's what I'm going to do. Whatever is done before I leave is done. They are doing like an open mic. So I'm going to find something. Pick one of the things I've been working on and read that at the open mic. So that's what I might do today is print out a couple and read them to my husband and see which one he thinks I should share and 
that's change. Focusing on the new. Focusing on, you know, the benefits of the change. And that's what I want to encourage you to do on this Monday. I don't know what day you're listening. Maybe you're listening today and it's a Monday. But you are worth the time and energy necessary to make those changes in your life. God loves you so much. Your family and your friends love you so much. They want what's good for you. And sometimes we just need to, when you're the giver, we need to stop and say, listen, all those people that love us are all saying you need this. Trust them and go. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to step out in faith and go next week. Um, I like to say I'll do the podcast every day, but I'm I'm not sure how that'll go with, you know, because I won't be home and breakfast starts at eight and I don't really know what this podcast or the writing conference layout is, but I am hoping there's going to be a lot of different authors there. So who knows? Maybe I can get some guest podcast recorded while I'm there sitting on the deck and help promote some other people's writing and meet some really cool authors or publishers, editors, and bring them on the podcast. You never know. Life's short, right? Everybody, have a fabulous day. And remember, change can be good. And focus on the new and the good in that change. Because you deserve it. Have a great day. Have a great week. This is Lisa, One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real.